Hello, and welcome to episode 72 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. I'm going to do something I've never, ever done before, and I'm going to do it with this podcast, and I'm praying it's going to work. We'll find out. We'll all find out together. So I am not going to edit my podcast. I'm not going to edit my podcast. Now, I've said it twice, so I'm going to make myself not edit my podcast. Why am I doing this? I'm doing this for two reasons. Number one, because I'm very busy. It's election day. I have nervous energy and I don't want to edit my podcast. Number two, I'm doing it because my Rodecaster Pro needs um, fixing. And the way they're going to fix it is they're going to send me a new one. And in order for them to send me a new one, I have to hand over my old one. And in order to do that, I'm going to be without one. And so I'm not going to edit this podcast so that I can know that it's okay to release a podcast episode unedited. The world will not end. Things will not stop revolving the way they're supposed to. All will be well with the world once again. It is okay. I can do it. Enjoy the episode. This one's about strategic storytelling. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. All right. I'm recording this now. I mean, I'm recording it in two places. Okay. Um, so I bet that you have heard you need to be telling your story. You need to be telling stories. Stories sell. People buy your story. You've probably heard something about that, if not all of those phrases at some point when somebody was telling you about how you can make money online and how you can grow your business. And the thing is, it's more than tell your story. It's got to be more than tell your story. Although telling your story is important, but how do you do that? And do you just simply like write out your story and then repeat it to everybody over and over and over again? And what about if you're creating a course or you're creating a digital product do you retell your story for every module in that product? What do you, how do you do this? What is this strategic storytelling all about? Okay. Well, first of all, everybody likes to hear a story. Everybody likes stories. That's why, for example, on the Calm app, C-A-L-M, on the Calm app, there's a free and a paid version. There's meditations and there's also stories. Literally, you can fall asleep to somebody reading you a story. And like LeBron James read me a story the other night. Um, Matthew McConaughey reads, reads a story. Scottie Pippen, I'm big on basketball. Um, you know, and then they have other people doing stories too. It's amazing. That's in the paid version. But the free version has meditations that you can fall asleep to. And essentially, those are basically stories too. People love stories. People of all ages. Think about it. When you were little, didn't you love to be read a story? 
didn't you just love that and your before bedtime story? And a lot of you might read your book before bed. It's wonderful to fall asleep just listening to a story, consuming the content of a story. It's wonderful. It's a great, nurturing, wonderful feeling. And it gets your emotions. It hits at emotions. Any time, any time you want to sell anything, you need to raise the emotions of whomever, I think it's whomever, whomever or whoever, anyway, the person or people that you're trying to sell to. When you can hit their emotions, that's when they have a chance to buy. If you do not ignite emotions, you will not ignite sales. That is just simply true. They, you have to hit emotions because people purchase from emotions. People act from emotions. People click from emotions. And so if you are trying to sell something, if you are trying to grow your business, you really do need to get into people's emotions. So how do you do that? Well, first of all, you need to know your people. You have to know your people. And thank you for those of you so much who are here live. You are my people, and I'm so glad that you are here. And you can write any question or any comment that you've got in the comments. I'll pop them on the screen, and I will address them during the course of the episode. And you can be part of the podcast episode. So, yes, you've got to know your people, and you've got to know what they want, and you've got to give it to them. You've got to know your people. You've got to. Um, Thank you so much, Susan, for being here. I'm so glad that you are. You've got to know your people. Like, Susan is one of my people. And so I know that she is part of my target audience. I know the types of things that she wants and needs, and I give her what she wants among the rest of my target audience. You've got to know what they want and you've got to give it to them time and time again. That's the key. You've got to be consistent with knowing your target audience and giving them what they want. Now, I know that you also know what they need, but I, and I always use this example of losing weight. There's nobody on the planet who really has no idea how to lose weight. Come on. Eat less, move more. There you go. There's the secret. It didn't cost a penny. Everybody knows how to lose weight. And some people might want to lose weight, but they're not going to buy any weight loss book or program or anything because they need to lose weight. They're only going to buy it if they want to lose weight. And ideally, if they want the transformation that you are saying they can get from that product, from that program, from reading the book, from, I don't know, doing whatever. So you've got to tell the story that ignites those emotions that gets them to want to click, to buy, to act. Okay. So how do you strategically do that? And how do you do that without being like salesy and smarmy? Because who wants to be that way? I don't. I mean, I always say I sell without selling. And when people talk to me, um, you know, when people uh, talk to me, either they 
leave a message on my podcast, which bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast. You can leave a message on my speak pipe. You can literally leave me a voicemail message for 90 seconds. So people do that. And they also uh, go to bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie and they sign up for a 20 minute chat with me. And during these times, people are usually, if not always, waiting for a sales pitch. And I can feel it on the other end of the phone or on the other end of the Zoom. I just, I feel that that's, they're waiting. I can feel it. And so at some point during the conversation, I usually say, oh, by the way, um, you've already had my sales pitch or this is, if you're waiting for my sales pitch, this is it. In other words, I'm not going to try to twist your arm. I'm not going to, to be salesy. I'm not going to be smarmy. And nobody has to be. I mean, you could be any way you want to be to grow your business. But you don't have to be that way. You simply need to be yourself and you need to tell your story and tell the stories of other people who you've you know, given transformation to, who you've been able to get over that next hump for social media, for marketing, for sales, for whatever it is that you do, for weight loss, whatever it is that you do. Tell their story, tell your story, tell their story, and ignite those emotions. Now, years ago, when people would talk about, um, when people would talk about telling your story, they would say, you know, you've got to really hit people's pain points. You've got to know their pain points, and you've got to hit their pain points. Okay. I don't like that phrase pain points for obvious reason. Just the way I said it, pain points. It's like, ugh, seriously? Like you have to talk about how arduous the journey is and how horrible it was for people or how awful it is for you? No, not really. Coffee break. My business runs on caffeine and Wi-Fi. Um, no, you don't have to talk about the fact that you walked to school six miles uphill both ways in the snow without shoes. You know, no, you don't need to paint a, a bleak picture of an arduous journey. No, you don't. Because you know what? Especially now, I have really seen, I've seen with my clients, I've seen just how I feel personally, and I've seen what's, you know, what's online Nobody really wants to read about bad stuff right now. <laughs> Nobody wants to read about a bleak journey. Nobody wants to hear about a bleak journey. We've got, we're in the middle of COVID. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. We're in the middle of two guys screaming at each other who are running for president. We're in the middle of a lot of, you know, what can seem like chaos right now. And I don't want to hear about a bleak journey of anybody at all. I don't want to hear bad stuff. And your people probably don't either. And you know what? Pandemic or no pandemic, they don't have to hear bleak. They don't have to hear arduous journey. They don't have to read about how difficult something was and how hard it was and how much turmoil there was and, and how you suffered. No, they don't. But what they do need to hear is your story and how you did what you did and how they can do it too. How did you do what you did? How do you do what you do every day? How do you grow your business every day? Like 
I help people with social media and marketing. Uh, I, that's primarily what I help my clients with. I help them make money online. So how do I do that? How do I make money online? How do I help my clients? How do I do what I do? Well, one of the ways I do it is by going live. One of the ways I do it is by giving out free content, free help all the time, every day, 24-7, on my podcast, through my blog, which is also the show notes of my podcast, through you know free consultations where you sign up, bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie, um, through the social media marketing cafe. You can go to my website, bonnielfrank.com, and you'll see it at the top. You can click join the cafe through all sorts of things, plus the one-on-one coaching that I provide, plus should we ever go back to conferences, speaking at live conferences as opposed to virtual. So that's how I do what I do. And people need to really feel that. And how do you feel that transformation? How do you feel that that is possible for you? You have to hit at people's emotions. So you have to really understand your people well enough to know what they want and to be able to strategically, and it is strategy, people, it really is strategy to reach them in the ways that they need to be reached. I'm not saying if they're on Twitter, then tweet some stuff and that's how you reach them. No, I mean, if they're, if they're living on Twitter, you know, if the kind of the place where they hang out or they live online is on Twitter, then yes, you need to be on Twitter. But simply sending any old tweet is not going to do it. You've got to be strategic about the words that you use. You've got to be strategic about the hashtags that you use. You've got to str- be strategic about who you tag and how you tag and all of those things. So strategic is really, really important in terms of storytelling and ultimately in terms of sales. It really is. The people, I tell my clients this all the time, the people who make it look the easiest online are the people who are the most strategic. They're the people who have planned out that live stream the most. They're people who have scheduled things a long time in advance, even if you think they haven't. They're people who have plotted out exactly what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, when they're going to do it, etc. It doesn't mean that they can't, you know, add some bells and whistles or, you know, change some things around, tweak some things, you know, whenever they want to. Of course they can, especially, I mean, that's one of the beautiful things of being an entrepreneur. You can do whatever you want. But The more strategy you put in it and the more planning you put in it, the better off you're going to be. You've got to know your target audience and know what they want. Nobody who needs to lose weight is going to buy something because they need to lose weight. Nobody. Think of it this way. I also use this example of black pants. Women, I'm one of them. Women have a tendency to have multiple pairs of black pants. They just do. So, but they're not all the same, even though people might look at their closet and go, seriously, you need X amount of black pants? Like, what? They're all black pants. Oh, no, no, no. No, they're not. And those of you who are women who are listening to the podcast, who are watching the live stream right now, you're giggling because you know that's true. There's different pants for different occasions. There's different pants for different fits. There's different pants that give you different emotions when you wear them. 
Ha ha. So even though they're all black pants, they do something different for you. There's a million books, programs, apps. There's all sorts of things for a weight loss journey. And why is it that you buy what you do? Because the credibility of the person, but ultimately because that person, that product, that company ignited some emotion in you. It's a guarantee. There's no other way around it. Emotion sells every single time. Oh, and somebody just said, yep, you can't have enough black pants. I totally agree. I 100% agree with that. Um, Okay, now Carol Ann is asking a question. She asks, if you're a blogger, how are you to know who your target audience is and what socials they use? This is a great question. I only know their readers, mostly because of our newsletter signups. At times they do email me, but overall, I don't have a clue how to reach them other than our email newsletters. Does that make sense? Yes, it absolutely does. And it absolutely does. And thank you, Carol Ann, for asking that. So I actually, a lot of people don't even know this. I started out as a blogger. I started out as a social media influencer and brands that you probably have around your house or you might use every day, Maybelline, Formica, Purina, um, oh gosh, Hershey's, all sorts of brands would pay me to promote their brands online. And so I would promote them on social media. I would do uh, videos. That was before the word vlog, V-L-O-G, was invented. I would write blog posts. I would do all of that for the brands, and they would pay me. And that's, that's how I actually taught myself social media was by doing that. So I knew that the people reading my blog were basically people like me, This may or may not be the case with you, Caroline. I'll go back to that. I knew they were people like me. I knew that they were moms of young kids. How did I know that? Because everything I wrote about was being a mom, was, you know, about organizing the house and buying toys and doing that and educating my kids and diapers and funny mom stories and whatever. My blog is no longer available, by the way, that blog. Um, But so who's going to read that? obviously other moms of young kids right or somebody who wants to be a mom so or dad i had a few dads reading um and so i knew that that was going to be my audience but i also knew it before i started see i started strategically i knew that i wanted to be what people call a mommy blogger and i knew that I could write pretty well. And I, oh gosh, I'd read a hundred different people's blogs before I ever started blogging. And I thought, you know, this is not rocket science and these people are no Hemingways. And so I can do this. So I did it. And I thought I might as well get paid for it. And so I did. But I started out strategically. Now, if you have a blog and you do not know who your target audience is, my first question is, who are you trying to write for? Or what is the purpose of your blog? What is the purpose of your business? What is your mission? Because if your mission is to help everybody on the planet, that's a surefire way to not help a bunch of people. Because nobody's audience is everybody anywhere. I literally just said that line in my very last podcast episode. 
Uh, it's business fabulous. I literally just said that. Your target audience is not everybody anywhere. Your target audience is a specific amount of people who live online in the places where you're delivering that content. And you want to make sure that you catch them where they live, that you deliver the valuable content that you deliver it to them on, you know, on social media where they live. So you go back and you think, okay, so my mission is to attract these people. Now I'm going to look up the demographics of that age group, those people. I'm going to see where they live online. And that's where I should be promoting my content because that's where they're hanging out online. I need to be where they are online. I need to be hanging out where they already live online. So going back to Carol Ann's question, I would challenge her to think about what she blogs about, who that blog is for, specifically an age range, and I challenge her to create an ideal client avatar. So that's what I immediately work with my clients on. Um, they, when people work with me, we start with ideal client avatar and I've had people from who have never had a business before to people who have started and grown and sold multiple million dollar corporations and everything in between. I've had a lot of different clients all over the world and we always start with ICA, ideal client avatar. We always start with that because if you don't know who that person is, you can't possibly hit your target audience consistently. You can't because you don't even know the one person you're trying to speak to, let alone the rest of the people you're trying to reach. So in other words, your ideal client avatar, for those of you watching the live stream, I always do like a finger down my nose. Like your ideal client avatar is one person. I go down my nose and then I reach my arms out to about my shoulders and from That area, that's your target audience. In other words, who you speak to is exactly one person and people who are like him or her in at least one way, that's your target audience. Everybody is never your target audience. Now, you might reach other people out there. Listen to my last podcast episode. I talk about outliers. You might reach some outliers. You might sell your stuff to some outliers sometimes, but that's not who you want to try to reach because those people are not going to be repeat customers. They're not going to be what we call sticky clients. They're not going to come back again and again, and they're not going to be your raving fans. They're definitely not because maybe they just like that one podcast episode episode you put out or that one blog post. They were kind of interested in that, but they're not really coming back and they're not looking to buy what you've got to sell. And everybody, no matter if you start out as a blogger, if you're a podcaster, it doesn't matter. Everybody, in my opinion, should have things to sell. Everybody. Because why not? Why not turn your passions into profits? Um, Carolina is saying, I know the general demographic from Google Analytics, and of course, my content is geared towards those stats. Okay, good. All right. So if you know that, Carolyn, then you should also know where they live online, and that's where you should be spending the majority of your time. You can also s- uh, simply send a survey to your list and ask them you know, ask them the demographics, just like anyone who has filled out a survey before for a company, 
don't a lot of times they ask you for some information. Are you a female? Are you a male? What age range? Blah, blah, blah. And they might even say, you know, hey, fill out this quick five-minute survey and we'll put you in a drawing for, you know, whatever, a gift card or something like that. So, and you can do that too. You can certainly, people do that all the time, all the time. And now you can do gift cards virtually. I don't know if you know this, but you can do them virtually. People do that with Starbucks gift cards a lot. Um, so that is a great way to get information on who your people really are if you're not sure. However, here's a big fat caveat, and this goes right back to strategic storytelling. If the words out of your mouth are not going to attract the people that you're trying to attract, it's a disconnect and you're never going to be able to make the money that you could. So you need to know exactly what they want to hear. And that's what you're going to be, that's what you are going to be delivering to them. You're delivering, you're handing them what they want. You're giving them what they want every time. And Carol Ann says, that's a good idea. Thank you. So she may be doing a survey. You're very welcome. Um, Survey Monkey is an easy one. Google Forms, you can do one that way. There's a whole bunch of free ways to do surveys. Um, or you can just make one up. Anyway, um, so yeah, you, but you've got to know the language to use to reach your target audience. And that's why I work with people on ICA because if you don't know that one person you're speaking to, you cannot, my, in, all of my years of experience, you cannot consistently, day after day, hour after hour, year after year, reach who you want to reach. You're never going to make the sales that you could make unless you know that one person you're talking to and consistently speak to him or her every single time. Because when you vary from that, when you waver from that and you start speaking to other people... That's when it gets all wonky. That's when you start attracting people and you're like, these are really not my people. I mean, thanks for buying my thing, but where'd you come from? How did you, what? No, because your communications were inconsistent. Your storytelling was inconsistent. The words you were using, the strategy you were, you were using, the, you know, where you were telling your story, where you were putting things out on social media, that was inconsistent. And that's how you start attracting people you don't really want to attract. So it's really, really important. You don't have to talk about an arduous journey. You don't have to talk about how, you know, you grew up poor and you survived bankruptcy and, you know, whatever it is. I mean, if that's your story, you can tell your story. But my point is everything doesn't have to be bleak and horrible for you to sell. And you never have to mention bleak and horrible to sell. You don't. You really, really don't. But you do need to know who your people are, where they hang out on social media, where they hang out on and offline, how to reach them. You need to know what they want and you need to give it to them every single time. All right. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for joining me. For those of you who are watching the live stream, if you haven't checked out my podcast, check it out. It's called Business Fabulous. You can use the search of any, you know, anywhere you listen to podcasts, put Business Fabulous in the search or you can ask 
A-L-E-X-A. I don't want to wake her up. She's very, she needs her sleep right now. Um, you can ask her to play the Business Fabulous podcast. You can certainly go um, online, like I said, to bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast, and you can uh, sign up for the podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast in three different ways right there, and that's also the same page where you can listen to any of my past podcast episodes, and you can also leave me a message on my SpeakPipe. So you can subscribe on Google Podcasts, so that's if you have an Android. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that's what people think is still iTunes, it's actually called Apple Podcasts, and you can subscribe on Spotify right there on my podcast page. I'm also available on Stitcher. I'm available, you know, through those people, A-L-E-X-A, S-I-R-I, you know, all those people, they all know me. And uh, you can reach my podcast any of those ways. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being part of the show. I love you. I'm so glad that you are here. And I'm so glad that you're listening to this. I hope you have an awesome day filled with loads of smiles and lots of opportunities. And until next time, and as always, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to nurture that spark inside of you to become business fabulous. We'll talk soon. Bye.